Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network, the first of two Golden Week parts, because we are recording two times this week. This first episode will, of course, be all about DDT and their DDT Mega Max Bump 2023 in Yokohama Budokan show. But as always, I am joined... I'm your host, Sonder Bjorn, as always, and I am joined by Dylan Fox and Yannick Spadouche. How are you guys? I feel fantastic. You know, life is a journey. There's ups and downs, but the ups are always in pro wrestling and always on the Dramatic Dream Dragons. I want to have some fun today. We've got a DDT show to talk about. Golden Week, like you said. I mean, that's one of the biggest times of the year, not just in wrestling, but all over Japan. Uh, hopefully we can have a lot of fun and bring some good times to all the listeners out there. So thank you, everybody, for listening once again to the Dramatic Dream Dragons. And Alec? Yeah, hello. Welcome to the show. We talk about DDT. That's my stuff. I love it. Um, but let's start with it so we can get the big elephant in the room out of here so we can have some yes. some space to breathe <laughs> here so we are talking about the, uh, the mega max pump in yokohama arena no yokohama budokan not not yokohama arena that is a completely different arena uh but this show did uh one uh, 1160 in attendance which is the second lowest Yokohama Budokan number this year. The the only show that did worse than this was the Stardom New Blood Premium show on earlier this year that did 700 fans. So this not a good number. And uh, with the main event, I I'm not shocked by the number to say it uh, say it as bluntly as I can uh, because the main event. We are starting from the top to bottom, uh, kind of diverging from our like usual way of show reviewing because we want to get out this match out of the way. Yuji Hino defeated Yuki, not sexy, but also super sexy Ino in 22 minutes and 28 seconds. And man, this. As an o- KOD Openweight title match, these V2 for Yuji Hino, he has now held the title for over 100 days and defended it twice and successfully. And um, yeah, the match started off promising. It started off like, it, it started off with Yuki Ino being promising and showing that he actually can wrestle because. Guess what? He actually can. But uh, unfortunately, they brought up to the ramp, and then for ten minutes of pheromones stuff until the match got back to, back on track and did some hot stuff for the finishing stretch, and Eugene retained. So guys, what do you what did you think about this match? 
Dylan. No, Yannick first. Yannick is probably the only one that can be positive about this. I'm not. <laughs> yes. I'm. Uh, we had a vibe check of uh, Dylan before the, uh, the recording started. I'm pretty positive about this show. I'm really positive about this show. Yeah. But it ended with such a shit match. Um, because it started like a normal wrestling match. Eno is a hoss. He can do hoss. He can do it really well, actually. But they yeah. didn't do it really well, actually. It was just kind of there. Um, and all we all were waiting, dreading the inevitable arrival of the sexy Yuki Eno and the pheromones. Yeah. So, like, five minutes of it were just inconsequential bullshit, and everybody knew. And then the stipulation was, as soon as he becomes sexy, it isn't a title match anymore. He does it anyway. And it's still a title match. And it's still a title match. (laughs) Which begs the, the question, why didn't he do it from the start? Yeah. <laughs> also, because they went back to real good horse fight stuff. Yeah. But at a point where nobody cared anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just structurally I'm so frustrated by this. Dylan. Well, I'll say this. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this match. <laughs> I think that there's, you know, what you guys said is true, but I always say this when it comes to pheromones because I'm not their biggest fan. I've never claimed to be. And I know, obviously, you guys aren't either. But if it comes to the spirit of DDT, do, is DDT more about great Haas fight wrestling or pheromone stuff? And I think that that question, if there was any doubts, they clearly, clearly answered that in this match. And that's very helpful because now you can see this and you know not to have any expectations except for what we actually got. I mean, you know, there was some stuff here. I mean, I mean, this happens in a lot of pheromones matches. I mean, would that have been a criminal offense when they kidnapped uh, Hino? When he tried to get back to the locker room? I I, I don't... I guess. <laughs> I mean, I've been in situations like that as well. In, the, in my past as well. And the kind of situations they had him in, in in different times that we don't need to talk about. Okay. But... We, so I related to him. That brought my investment up when they, <laughs> they had him. You know, they basically you know tied him up and brought him back to the ring. And I, that got my investment up a little bit. Uh, unfortunately, as a wrestling match, I mean, there's pretty much no value in, in this. Uh, if you no. want to watch it for uh, nefarious reasons, I think there's more value in it there than as a wrestling performance. Because as a wrestling performance, this this had no value. And uh, yeah, I mean, what what a way to to end on. And maybe we'll and you know, because they, they kind of teased afterwards, maybe Dino will get a title shot then, and Please, we no. may. We may see even more of of this as well. Like I said, this is what DDT is about, you know, at the end of the day. Like, this is what DDT is in its heart and soul. 
And I think we all have to accept that. The best part about this match is that uh, with a few screenshots, there's um, there's meme potential. <laughs> and that's, that's about it. I totally agree with you. This, from a wrestling standpoint, this is, well, this is a worthless match. Yeah, and we'll talk more about where this, you know, rain goes later uh, at the end of the show. But it, this has an end main event. Like, it, they should have just made... Like, we knew this was going to be how this main event was going to play out. So why have this as the main event? And why does, just move Endover's Mao up to the main event spot if this was going to be the case? Because that way you don't end on a on a whimper <laughs> then you end on a actual great match yeah but but even with the stipulation like we know that he be, would become sexy ultimately yeah, yeah it but was... even then it makes no sense yeah that is true um there i found one guy that actually said that this was a great defense and he it at glad uh Nine six eight eight six three five one said when I uh, put out the question question tweet about what people thought about this show. He said that this was a great defense, and a lot of people will again said say that this is not wrestling. But the main thing uh, of this match was to show that wrestling can be different, and Eno could be a good strong style wrestler. But he he has found himself, and this is the wrestler he wants to be. I mean, I can point to three different matches on this card that people would say this isn't wrestling, and but they show it way better, like the same yeah. point. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. The, like, I, I see what it mean, means with Yuki, and that Yuki just... Yuki, you know, is owning the super sexy gimmick, but it's still not a... not for... Even for us that watches DDT regularly, it's not for us. I, there may, of course, Dylan always says this. There, there are people that watch this and enjoy it. We hear the fans; they are over. Pheromones are over, and it is part of the company. But I just wish that it would be on the undercard, not in the main card. Because I've been so used to people like Gucci and Takeshita being in the main events. And for the open weight title, I've been so used to having great open weight title matches, and I was just, I I have been so disappointed with this Yuji Hino reign. Uh, I wish they would give him a better challenger, a, and more credible, or maybe more, more matches, <laughs> just matches, normal wrestling, please. <laughs> I, I know what you mean, um, because he seems invisible Yeah. on the card, or for DDT as a whole. Um, yeah. And, like, it shows. Like, DDT struggles to sell. Yeah. The, the gate is really bad. Um, and so far, like, he had three title matches, uh, and a certified banger against Higuchi. A match I really liked against um, Nayo, Naya that even that had storyline implications, and yeah. then this. But uh, even with what he said, like it is in the the core of, of DDT just to have in wacky 
champions. Um, yeah. I mean, I just need to point to um, Antonio Honda versus uh, Dancho Gudino. Yeah. Like, and they had a total, like, a laughable match in a way. But it was one of the most and the the most emotional moments yeah. this company has ever produced. This, yeah. on the other hand, yeah. Glad we have it out of the way for this show. Yeah, sorry to start this sh- this uh, review off with a uh, whimper on the KO the open weight title scene right now, but uh, at least this in, match in is all... out of it out of the way. <laughs> in all fairness, though, like. Higuchi didn't draw at all as champion. That stuff that we liked, uh, you know, that everybody loved so much. I mean, they were low. But, when he was yeah, there. I mean, of course, it, because it was the pandemic, and they um, and they always ran the uh, ran Kurikan with half attendance. Yeah, they were like, not Kurikan doing well with... with Higuchi as champion, bro. <laughs> you know, like, let's just be real about it. You know, at the end of the day, and I, and I love Higuchi, and I love that title reign. But that's not what the the fans of DDT in Japan care about as much as stuff like this. And you can see it on every show, and that's why they did this stuff. And again, I'm not defending it. I'm not saying it's for me or for any of us. But yeah. I think that what is, you know, like, what's DDT's purpose? You know, if, if we're going to talk about a business and, and stuff like that, that's stuff that I really don't even think that much about with DDT. Because if they wanted to more, the stuff that if they want to grow... The stuff they would need to do to grow is not what DDT fans want. Yeah, but they don't want this. Of obviously, they don't want this either. Because it didn't draw. <laughs> uh, we that's don't. True, but I don't think we. I they mean, at know least at... what DDT fans want. <laughs> For what uh... they set Kurikan up, it was full. Yeah, that is true. But. Uh... We'll talk more about where all this goes in the future and all that at the end of the show. But we still have nine matches to go on the show to, to, to actually review. And uh, the, the next match, we're, again, we're taking it from top to bottom, is Tetsuo Endo defending his universal title in a successful defense. V1 for Tetsuo Endo versus Mao. When Endo won when he hit the Tetsuya in the sky after 19 minutes and 17 seconds. And this was a... This was the ma- a wrestling match of the night, for me. This It was just an absolute, like, botfest, yes, but it was also really, really inventive spots that I've, like, I was really into. And yeah, uh, this was a, a fun time. <laughs> What do you guys think about this Universal title match? And Endo retaining. Uh, Dylan? These two uh, are kind of like... They're really great opponents for each other, I I feel like, because they have that very flashy junior heavyweight style, that high-flying style. Uh, They worked well with each other. I mean, this match was like a balls-to-the-wall type of match. you know, And that's the kind of thing... When you see any Mao match, I think that's the one thing you could say about him, is that the effort is going to be max in all of his matches. And that's kind of one of Endo's biggest weaknesses, is that we kind of talked about it when we were previewing the show, that there are times where he's just shot. 
And I think here against yeah. Mao, Mao didn't give him a choice but to really put try and keep up with him pretty much. And I thought that it led to a really strong uh, match of this kind overall. And uh, I thought they both laid it on the line. There were a lot of big moves. Um, Mao got to hit a lot of big moves as well uh, of his own. I mean, you got some really good near falls. And uh, just as a match, yeah, I think this is really like... This was probably like the only thing you could point to on the show from like a match standpoint. I, I would say that you, you could look at as, as something great. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked it. It was a good match. Uh, Indo getting the win. Uh, you know, I think it worked out pretty well. And uh, yeah, really enjoyed yeah. it. Yank. Um Just been picky for a bit. Isn't the Tetsu in this guy at the... Uh... Um, the, shooting the, press. the shooting star press. Yeah. Yeah, because he won, he won with a Spanish fly. Okay. Which is, you know, somewhat similar, but yeah, uh, it's way more out of nothing than the Tetsu in the sky. Um, yeah. yeah, they went balls to the wall with a with a high speed. Lots of yeah, just bot festy stuff, and don't put it really well um, for what they tried to accomplish here um, they did really well the yeah. match goes almost 20 minutes yeah yeah um, but you know they, they used the time they got it wasn't um, it wasn't a slow 20 minutes um, and then it, it was also competitive uh, but with the Spanish fly finish, not out of nowhere. Um, it was but very kind cool. of. It is. Yeah. It's not as definitive as Endo might would like it to be. You know. Um, yeah. All in all, this is a match I really like. It's what I expected them to do, and probably the best way they could have gone just for the type of wrestlers they are. Yeah, I I definitely think that this was just not of course not a match of the year contender or anything, but it was definitely like the biggest recommend on the show. Uh that if if you are like an in ring guy that wants to watch in ring wrestling and not like the DDT comedy stuff. But uh it's still like just such a uh I thought it was from the start to the end. It was it didn't it didn't like hold back. It they went full on speed from the start, and it was fun. Uh, a lot of people on the when on my question tweet said that this was their match of the night, it, or at least one of their match of the matches of the night. And uh, yeah, what? So after the after the match, Tetsuya Endo was walking up the ramp, and a video played. And it said that a former WWE superstar will will challenge him at a Wrestle Peter Pan in July, and it will be revealed who they are at the Cork and Hall show later in on the twenty first of May. So later in May, and the important thing to note was that this someone has has won multiple titles in WWE, apparently. And uh, who do you guys think this is? <laughs> this is. 
from nobody from NXT UK. That's more of Noah's thing, though. <laughs> yeah, that that's true, actually. Um, yeah, the the twenty first, the Kurikan is the uh, the finals of the King of DDT, by the way. Yeah. Um. I don't know. They're kind it of spoiling that just... he won't be in the final. I guess. I guess. I guess with that one. Yeah, uh, they are kind of. Endo? Yeah, well, it is. No, it will just be announced who it will be. But yeah. 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 So you can have <laughs> two matches on Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah, Endo won't get a round uh, out of round one, anyways. Yeah. No confidence in Endo. <laughs> that, that's, no. the, that's the main lesson we've learned here. I mean, uh, we saw the match, but the one with momentum is Mao. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it it could just be <laughs> um, Kalisto, Samurai El Sol again, no, which I would think, be really if, funny. I think if that if that was gonna happen, he would have come out. Uh, it it would they would have said that. They, like yeah. they are treating this like it's someone that we don't know who is. Who it is, and uh, there have been a lot of like joke Nige? Oh, speculations. Yeah. Like a lot of people have like jokingly said, like people, like I. The best one I saw was that someone someone said Ryback, and I yeah, that's what I was joke. thinking right now. It's gonna be Ryback. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Uh, one one that I I saw that kind of makes sense is Rob Van Dam. Because he he was at Cyberfight Festival last year. Uh, he uh, I think he might have like good relations with Cyberfight, and he might have been like planned to be on Cyberfight Festival this year. But because uh, because the uh, All Japan Noah and uh, New Japan show is happening, that is uh, Cyberfight Festival is not happening. So they are giving RVD this. That is something that I have seen somewhere. Like, I don't think that it's gonna happen, but and RVD versus Tetsu Endo sounds like a really bad match, but <laughs> that is a one that could happen. Matt Cardona posted the video himself on Twitter. Oh, oh, God, please no. Nah, Ooh. that would be fun. It will probably be Matt Cardona. Also, that's the worst part. Yeah, I, I'd take Matt Cardona. Really? Him yeah. versus Indo would be You really quite you a match. really want to watch Endo versus Matt Cardona. <laughs> I mean it's still Endo. I'm yeah, not gonna yeah, be that yeah. invested in it anyways. Well and plus yeah. I mean compare that to some of these other guys they brought in. Yeah. Like uh, at least Matt Cardona's entertaining. True. But like uh, Matt Cardona. Oh, that's setting the bar low, though. <laughs> like you, you said RVD. Talk about setting the bar low. Yeah, I don't that's want a good point. RVD. <laughs> like, I, if I could choose, I would say like Brian Danielson, but it's no way that Damn. it's him. Everything could be Brian Danielson. You know, it's like <laughs> that would be my choice, no matter what the question is. It, if it yeah. was a big name, they would have announced the name. Yeah, but they are announcing it in Corican. Yeah, it's an announcement of an announcement, huh? <laughs> yeah. Which is really AEW. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That, 
But they would have said that it was an AEW wrestler if it was, right? <laughs> yeah, but Im imagine if it was like an, an AEW wrestler that is former WWE and they just. <laughs> well, Jeff I, was, I was thinking Christian Cage or somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah he is. I mean, Christian Cage against Endo would be. It would be fine. Maybe he could make Endo like really emotional just by trash talking him. That would be interesting. <laughs> Endo wouldn't understand a word. <laughs> True. None of these yeah. guys are like good stylistic matchups for, for Endo. <laughs> True. That is that is also true. Um, like, can you see Matt Cardona doing like a what, what is a what is a good stylistic former WWE free agent, uh, former WWE superstar that is a free agent matchup for Tetsu Endo though? Yeah, that's a good point. Like Leo Rush, but like he's in New he's Japan. In New Japan. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't that know. That isn't AEW. That isn't AEW. That is important. What about all those cruiserweight guys they got rid of <laughs> for two or five live? I'm sure there's some one of them. Just look at Samurai. Samurai they sell. They'll sell. There has to be Again. another of his ilk. Mystical. Enzo Amore. Yeah, Enzo. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah. Worst case uh, scenario. <laughs> let's uh let's move on to the Road to King of DDT 2023 special eight-man tag match. This was a preview of the people that were on the, the uh that are in the King of DDT tournament but weren't in a match on the show, so they all put them in an eight-man tag. Kazusara Iguchi, Yukio Sakaguchi, Naruki Doi, and Kanon defeated Sanshiro Takagi, Harashima, Kotaro Suzuki, and Hideki Okatani. When Takaguchi pinned Okatani with the god's right knee after 10 minutes and 40 seconds. I thought this was a fine preview uh, eight man. Nothing special. A get your stuff in match, but I really liked Okatani and Yukio brawling at the end. That was that, that was solid. the best part. Yeah. yeah, there was some solid bullshittery in this match, which I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed. Um, somehow, all my notes I took on this somehow involve Kanon. Like yeah. the first was well, Doi and Kanon would probably be a good tag team. Um, then there, yeah, there's some good bullshittery. And the next thing um, is that Kanon's jumping chop is f shit. What does he think with this move? It, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'll just give you like three seconds to move out of the way so I can hit you a bit harder. But yeah. it doesn't, doesn't even look hard. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Okatani, I mean, uh, my fondness of Okatani is no, no secret at this point, but yeah, um, I enjoyed this. There, there was. Uh, some speculation that maybe father and son's uh, tension is between them, and I, 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 I would be uh, if Okatani beats Shunma and Sakaguchi beats uh, Takagi, and okay, so this this match can't happen. <laughs> when I'm looking at the bracket, this match can't happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish it would, but I don't see it happening. Because they're both on two different parts of the uh, bracket. 
But they're all we will talk about it later because it will be a draw. Yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, we will talk about this, uh, the King of DDT stuff later. But yeah, this was fine. Eight man tag. Uh, Moving on to the DDT Extreme title TLC Toys, Ladders, and Chairs match. Shunma Katsumata defeated Yunakiyama with the schoolboy. After 17 minutes, and uh, Yunakiyama failed in his V5, and Shinma Katsumata is the new extreme, t- extreme Champion. This was just fun. So, Yannick, I'll throw it to you. You are the Shinma Stan here. You are, he is your guy. What do you think about this match? I mean, part of, part of me wants uh, that Dylan goes first, so I can tell him afterwards that he's wrong. But, man, <laughs> yeah, you're right. 17 minutes of Shunma, goodness. Um, Akiyama isn't, I mean, he's old, he's kind of checked out uh, with with this stuff. He never really was into it. Um, I think this is by far his best extreme title oh, yeah. uh, defense. Again, talking about setting the bar low. <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was a bad run. But uh, there's some like comedy with the with the toys. Uh, Shunma had, for example, this this weird cannon or yeah. like gun that he shot some big plastic stuff at at Akiyama, and he no uh, he no sold it as he should because it was laughable. Um, yeah, and there were there were letters and chairs. Shunma, um, Shunma jumped off the ladder onto Akiyama. Akiyama used his uh, his weapon of choice, Toy Kojima. Um, <laughs> he threw him onto uh, onto Shunma, uh, but what? But the downfall of Akiyama was ultimately that like, it wasn't really a miscommunication, at, at least as. That's how Toy Kojima uh, sold it because, like, he was, um, Akiyama was holding, was holding Shunma. Toy Kojima went for the the leg lariat. Shunma moved out of the way, um, uh, and Toy hit Akiyama. Shunma rolled him up one, two, three in yeah. the Legos, of course. Yeah, I I. I really like the t- toy promo at the end. <laughs> I am toy, not a toy. <laughs> toy is not a toy or something like that. It, it was really funny. Uh, Dylan, what do you think about this? To me, like, you kind of just said it all. The best part of this whole match, and the reason why it was better than the other stuff, is because of, of toy. <laughs> you know, it wasn't because of Akiyama. Like, without him, I don't think the match would have been even anything. I don't think, like you kind of said, he probably isn't... His heart's not into this stuff, ultimately. But uh, there was some stuff that was ridiculous and fun for um, Shunma. That, and, and I love Shunma, too. He's one of my favorite guys on the whole roster. Always successful, no matter what circumstance you put him in. I just think that uh, this Akiyama run, unfortunately, just didn't work at all. And no. this was not, not a... Well, I mean, 
I think in the future we'll have a lot more fun matches with Shunma as champion. I think it was totally the right call to win uh, for him yeah. to win the title. And I, I definitely think that he's fine. I have nothing against him. I thought he tried. But just, uh, you know, in the concept of this goofy match, I think that Akiyama was a bad fit. And it wasn't that interesting, except for the toy stuff, which was mildly amusing. But ultimately, that to me is a pretty one-note jo- one joke. Kind of, you know, after the after we saw it at the press conference already, it wasn't that special to me. Oh, I, going I, back to the I, press I, conference, the look on Shunma's face that they showed it for so long in the pre-match video, like just this existential dread that um, that Akiyama just stole his his kohai. Ah, oh, it was so good. Yeah. Uh, this also I, makes uh, Shunma Katsumata a double champion, and uh, this is also his second run with the extreme title, I should note. I, is uh, you know, but this always uh, was kind of hesitant to declare favorites. But, yeah. like, at this point, I'm sure Shunma is my favorite overall. Like, he's my favorite wrestler. This is my kind of a kind of match, so yeah. I totally understand if everyone else is is lower on this. Like <laughs> I just love this. No, I I love this also, and um, I I don't know. You guys are talking about you know, I'm not being into it, but into it all that much. But I don't know. He seemed a lot into it when he came out with Chita, with that like little stuffed shit on. The... Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> he he said he seemed. I I think he he, he has fun just. Doing the matches, uh, like in the builds of the matches and like before them, but during the matches, he's like, ah, I'm just doing my thing. And, and it always pops to me, pops to me when, uh, <laughs> like, a match is just going normal, and then suddenly, just after five minutes of normal wrestling, Yonakayama hits a just vicious pile driver just for fun, for the fun of it. It is just. So fun to see, and um, yeah. Where do you guys see this uh, Shinma Katsumata reign going? What does he drop first, this or the KOD tag title? I'd probably say the tag titles. I hate that you asked me this. <laughs> yeah, well, he—I don't know how long he's going to be double champion. Mao last year when he was Universal and KOD tag champion. Like he wasn't champion for that long. Yeah, but they never, never they never went with Asuka for long, anyways. Yeah. That, um, I mean, I hope the the title reign goes on for a bit, um, because Shun Mao is by far the best thing going in DDT. They have they are the two wrestlers of of the DDTs here so far. Like yeah. they're oh, yeah. they're. The ones with clearly the most, yeah, upward movement and it, momentum. Yeah. Yeah. So I say, now it is still. I hope he's double champ for a while because he uh, he can use it to really elevate himself. Um, but he probably they probably lose the tech titles first. Yeah, I I could see that also, especially with Mao. Potentially winning King of DDT. 
And then we move over to the what was going to be an international special tag match, but when Nick Wayne had to pull out of the show, it became just a normal special tag match. Uh, Yuki Ueno and Yune defeated Van Verjack and Takeshi Masada when Uno pinned Masada with the VR after 12, 12 minutes and 3 seconds. This was just this was just like Tetsuo Endo versus Mao. It was just fun from start to finish. And I I thought this was a really fun spot match. <laughs> What's your yeah. guy's opinion on Venture Check? Oh, I was really impressed by him in this match. In this match especially, like I haven't seen that much of him before this, but in this match I felt like he he really showed something. Yeah, I I think he looked to totally like in this vein of your DDT, you know, junior heavyweight style of match, kind of like Spot Fest, as you were saying. Uh, I think that he totally fit in fine. Uh, did a good job, actually. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Vintenberg Jack. Uh, doing some big things and a big spot for him in the DDT run here. I thought everybody looked pretty 17 good. 17 years I- old. Should be noted. <laughs> Yeah, and, and uni obviously very young. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, as, as well. So, uh, you know, you get those two guys, and Ueno is one of the better, like one of the best in-ring guys that DDT has. And Masada, I think, will be there if he's not already already there. So this is yeah. a lot of fun too. Overall, I think that there was a match where everybody looked good. You got to see some big moves from everybody. Uh, you had a lot of great. Uh, sense of urgency from Vint Jack, especially, mm-hmm. I thought he had here. Uh, you know, Uni did some big moves. I hit the 450 splash at one point. Uh, very cool. But my old finisher, best move, personally. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is really good overall. And I, I think it, it'll be interesting when, uh, you know, Ueno, because I'm sure they'll try and bring Nick Wayne in in the future. Oh, yeah. Another. They should. They should. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, like, that's the kind of guy you'd want to bring in. And they set this up. This is kind of like, you know, it would have been bigger with Wayne, but with this, it still totally worked out. I thought it was a very good mid card type of match. Totally. Um, I noted that uh, Venture Check um, is like, he's the really, he's a pro already with 17 um, because he can improvise. Um, You, you can see at one point, uh, especially that didn't go to plan. Um, he was supposed to get knocked over the top rope, but that didn't happen. Uh, that didn't happen. So um, he took that split second, so it was still noticeable, at least to me at, at that moment. Um, but he maneuvered uh, really well, so he could still got like um, on the, to the outside and did his. Uh, his spot as planned. Yeah. At 17. I hope we see him back. Hopefully he brings uh, Yusei Estrella with him again uh, so we can see him again too. Also, like in the same vein, uh, Secret Base, Freedom, 17-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with that, uh, we move over to the Shitan debut match, uh, special six-man tag. Shitan, Toro Washi, and Nakito defeated Chris Brooks, Masahito Takanashi, 
and Antonio Honda when Chitan hit the Pro Wrestling Love Shining Wizard after 10 minutes and 26 seconds on Honda. And this was really fun mascot wrestling. I I thought Chitan looked fun in, in in their debut. Just exactly what you wanted to, wanted from this match. And yeah. What do you guys think about this? It's really hard to screw up mascot wrestling. Yeah. I feel like it's like one of the easiest match types to do. But I was I was shocked by the turn at the end of it all. I mean this was a tragic betrayal by Chiatan on Pokotan here. Yeah. And and just he's dead. She she uh, I mean, made it. He died multiple uh, times already. <laughs> Yeah, Pokéton made his deb- uh, like return in the in, in the middle of the match, trying to save Shitan, and uh, yeah, <laughs> well, everything was cool. immediately. <laughs> like, yeah, everything was fine until after the match. It looked like they were gonna unite, and then Shitan hit him with a baseball bat. His head—I mean, it was just yeah. a, a terrible thing here. So I was very disheartened uh, by this violence, this mascot on mascot violence. His head that had already been like. Fucked up by uh, Chris Brooks's diving foot stump. <laughs> yes. Well, and he well. kicked the head, and he f- it flew yeah. <laughs> right into the fans' hands. Oh, that, yeah. it was so good. I, I, I am really, I really like that they they like gave a backstory as to why Chris Brooks hates uh, <laughs> stuff <laughs> like mascots people so much, and that was so really... dumb. <laughs> That that was because he he one of them didn't didn't like him in at Disney World <laughs> when he was younger. And yeah, um, I think at least to me this match had a little trouble to follow what yeah. preceded it. Yeah, that that so is. I'll I'll rewatch it in like a week when Golden Week is over and I have like a little more time. Yeah. Um, for that. It, this this match and the dance versus kickboxing match needed the like damnation TA eleven eleven minutes match between each other. <laughs> but yeah, I have uh, fun with it. Yeah, 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 totally. And they announced um, the follow up match for it. Um, yeah. And it is let uh, it is Akito and Cheetah versus Pokuton and Kazuki Hirata. Yeah. <laughs> The Pokito, uh, Pokito, uh, Pokitan and and Shitan are gonna be in a big feud in DDT this week, this year, and I, I think this is gonna be mascot feud of the year, guys. <laughs> Calling it now. Yes. <laughs> Although Adreza Giant Panda is coming back soon. Oh so. yes, and Adreza Giant Panda. I'm gonna see him. Three way Live, uh, Peter Pan. Yeah. That's um, awesome. that, that's a bit uh, off of what, what also was was announced was Junokiyama versus Toy Kojima. So look, that story continues for a bit. Yeah, and um, then we move over to the match of the night, in my opinion, the moment of the night: dance versus kickboxing mixed martial arts challenge. Hikaru Machina versus Kazuki Harada. First, the first match, 
was Hikaru Machina won by TKO with the right straight after seven, seven seconds. But then Sayori Namba angrily made them restart the match. And in the rematch, after in round four, Kazuki Hirata defeated Hikaru Machina with a miracle one shot cradle. And man, this was the best dance versus kickboxing mixed martial arts match I have ever seen. What a crazy, just the whole thing together. What a crazy thing. <laughs> we had love. We had angry Namba. We had all I want from DDT in this. <laughs> Dylan, what do you think about this? Yeah, <laughs> to me, I completely agree with you. This had to be the best match on the whole show. Yeah. The, the best moments, the like you mentioned, the love. I mean, this was the love of a father, you know, that would not, uh, you know, would not do his, his deed of knocking out this random dancing guy. Again. Because his, yeah, yeah, well, he did it already first, like you said, yeah, so you are correct by that. Um, but he wanted to do it. He wanted to do Hirata's dance together for his daughter. And even Namba ended up getting in on it, as they all should. Everyone was happy. I mean, what a what a spectacular, spectacular thing. And as we did in our prediction show, I predicted Nama, which Namba would show her MMA abilities, which she did. I mean, she knocked both of these guys out. Did you see that hand speed she had? Uh, I, I believe that was uh, a technique. You know, no known martial arts uses it, but I think... Uh, Namba has created her own martial art. Even the best of <laughs> I mean, we need to shout out Yukinori Matsui once again on this show. Best referee in the game. <laughs> and uh, he's so integral to all this comedy. And he does it so great. And he does it for like, what, 20 years? Yeah. Like, he was the one uh, that mastered the O-Pro comedy. Yeah. Back when that still was a thing. I want some honest opinions from you guys. Yes. How would you grade, of the three, the dancing? Like, who was the best dancer of the three? Oh, Namba, clearly. Come on. <laughs> she, she, she did... She, even when she wasn't that into it, she danced magnificently. <laughs> she, she did it right. awesome. And then did the Rainmaker pose at the end. Not <laughs> that is true. <laughs> she did. She she did not do Hirano's pose. She did the Rainmaker pose. Totally, I have a I have a before me. Uh, well, you know, Machi doesn't a dancer. He's a fighter. That's okay. He did, yeah, but he put his effort into. It. Yeah, he put effort into. Yeah, it. yeah. Well, his son was watching. True. Um, you if you. Try to watch this. It'd probably be good to have a translator on hand, um, yeah. or you use the DDT thread from the uh, DDT Pro English account. Yeah, and that who the, always the thread each show. Absolutely, I think yeah, he's, he's, he's a, he's the real MVP. Yeah. Yes. Um, Ash underscore man is, is I think the the guy yeah, that the runs, guy that runs it. it. 
Ash underscore man ten twenty one. Yeah. Yeah, he does really does a good job. And the threat on this match is like the length of three others combined. <laughs> it's it's so good. It had all the DDT staples, like time warping. Uh, having yeah. a break to uh, to read a letter to Machida's child. <laughs> oh no, to, to Machida, but like regarding his child. Yeah. Um, again, Matsui being absolutely hilarious. Yeah, oh. it, it was an awesome, awesome match, and uh, easily like not even for like we say it's the best match on the show, but also the listeners are saying it. Everyone, like when I put out the uh, the question about what people people's opinion on the show was, everyone said that this was their favorite match. Like this is clearly what works for the DDT. Yes. This is like if this had, would have been the KOD openweight title match, I would not be be mad about it. <laughs> but yeah, like this, just awesome. Speaking of not awesome, uh, moving on to Damnation TA, Daisuke Sasaki, Minori Fujita, and MJ Paul defeated Soma Takao, Yusuke Okada, and Diego, the returning Diego, when Sasaki. Submitted Diego with a crossface lock. Yeah, it, this was nothing. I, I Diego looked good, but like I, I don't know. <laughs> this was way too long. Eleven minutes. Yeah, it should have been between the uh, the comedy matches. The best part is that Diego randomly uh, piled drived Daisuke Sasaki out of nothing, nowhere. The best part was that he made Daisuke Sasaki try. In the end, yeah, it was serviceable. It was it wasn't all that bad. What about Minoru Fujita? Why is he still wearing the eye patch? It's because been a year. A <laughs> but it's yeah, it makes a... him look badass. <laughs> he does. I don't think he wore it on on the Big Japan show today. He only wears it in in DDT because he's a heel. So weird. Well, he's just a big fan of Goro Majima. Ah, okay. Yeah, obviously. I think that was... I mean, if he was in this match, it would be so much better. What uh, What do you guys think about Diego in, like... what Dylan, what do you think about Diego in this? Oh, he was fine. I just think this wasn't the... Like, this wasn't the match that you're going to be able to show a lot here. Yeah. You know, overall. It's a damnation match. You know, low effort, uh, honestly, I thought for most of the participants. Soma was there randomly. It's like, man, I actually like you in Gone Pro, but unfortunately in DDT, you're not that good. So I don't understand him. Uh, Okada, I mean, just wasting away his life. Much like much like myself again, much like the main event when Hino was getting t- tied up. I saw myself at him then, and I saw myself with Okada here as well. I feel like <laughs> our lives are just wasting away at, at mutual at mutual speed. Yeah. Moving on to a international special singles match, Sake Okai defeated Rain Leverkusen with the. Oh man, I can't say this. I. That's a Kawato. Thank you. Yeah. After five minutes and fifty-one seconds, a 
really, really fun women's match, Joshi match on the show. I thought Rain Leverkusen looked really great for the amount of experience that she has, which is like 18 months or something. Like, she's very new to wrestling. And, uh, yeah, I really liked her style. I think she could, like, if she stays with uh, DDT or TGPW for a tour or two, she will be, like, really good. Like, she could improve a lot during that. Yeah, this this was cool. I, I like the style this had. Um, sadly, it was just way too brief to really show much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but from the glimpses like, it, we got... It ended right when it started getting really good. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's not... I wouldn't say this, it's a good match, um, but it was it was cool. Yeah. Sometimes that, like, just to... It's nice just to see a new person, you know? Yeah, that... I, I hope we see her again, totally. And th- I think this is also like the biggest crowd she's ever wrestled in front of, and I think she did yeah good with that. Yeah, absolutely. Saki did a fine job, like you were saying, Yannick. I mean, it was too short to go crazy over, but for a five-minute match, uh, you know, I think this is as good as you could want with more or less a rookie wrestler, uh, you know. And I thought that that's good. And I guess she, you got to say, she represented the spirit of Iron Maiden uh, very well. Yeah, which I mean. I know I know they're a big band, but I'm not a like a huge follower of theirs. But I I know that she's a, a daughter of one of their members, as, as we talked about. Oh. So she yeah she is no she's the uh, niece of the of the dead drummer of the Iron Maiden. Oh okay. Uh oh, what's his name? I don't know. Uh, who cares? <laughs> wow, I'm a big but Iron it's, a total, it's a total no respect. respect. It's a total wrestling thing to make that your own gimmick. Like, I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I disrespect the family bonds of Iron Maiden. Clipper. Good on her. But yeah. yeah. Um, then we move over to the opening match of the show. The last match we'll talk about because I refuse to talk about more pheromones. I'm sorry. I know you watched the, the dark matches, Theonic, but I refuse to talk about it. Illusion had new gear. <laughs> um, but he, he made one mistake. Um, like, the the good part, the part of his mask that he could sa- that could save him from Dungeon Gudino is detachable. And he detached it in himself. Oh, I'm so... Like, okay. I... I... When this show started, I went fired up Wrestle Universe, saw that the dark match match was like starting, and I went to make breakfast. And when I came back, the dark match was over, and I was happy. What'd you make for breakfast? I made my priorities. <laughs> I, I made some bread. I made uh, some cheese cheese ham bread. Okay, I was about to say just bread. I mean, that's kind of a lame breakfast. So, like, that didn't take you all this time. Cheese um, and ham. <laughs> I brewed coffee. That takes time. Okay. But it's actually wrong on on cage match. Um, Illusion actually beat Danjokudino, which is kind of big. Oh, whatever. It's a dark match. I don't care. It's pheromones. <laughs> I don't. After the main event, I don't want to talk had, about pheromones for a month. Okay. He had Dino's pants on his head. Because he got on Mars. Their real opener of this show was Koroku <laughs> and Monotatsu Nakamura defeating Toy Kojima and Kazumi Sumi when Koroku submitted Sumi with a modified Triangle Lancer. 
Yuya Kuriku, you are so good. That is my main point of this match. <laughs> Munetatsu Nakamura, you're so good. Yeah. He is he is really earning like he's making the most out of every like match he has on the show. The shows. But yeah. They're all good. I mean totally. You wouldn't expect anything less, really. I think Sumi is a good potential young high flyer, you know, in the future and he shows that in every match. Koraku, to me, uh, I agree with you, Sandre. I think at this point, he's the best overall wrestler. And yeah. on top of it, he has kept the winning percentage of the triangle answer at 100%. <laughs> so we yeah. have to continue to give him... We have to continue giving him those roses, in my opinion. Yeah. I'd, I'd say like this wasn't like above um, the usual stuff they do. They do. Um... Which just shows how good and consistent they already are. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, uh, that was Mega Max Bump 2023 from the Yokohama Budokan. Yeah. Uh, one big thing. One big thing they announced that uh, that I forgot to mention earlier. Um, Ultimate Party is coming back in November. Yeah. Uh, which was their annual annual second biggest show. Yeah. Um, yeah, from the Ryu Goku Sumo Hall, just like Peter Pan, but yes. on November 12th, 2023. So, this will be their big, like, before. Uh, I, I suspect that this will be, like, their last big, 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 big show of the year. Like, uh, Nevermind will. Is it Nevermind that it's is in December? Yeah, um, more such a, well, you know, it's a Korokan show. Yeah. Never mind this Korokan. But either way, this is uh, in the Sumo Hall. Ultimate Party is back, and that is cool. But yeah, uh, as an overall uh, overall uh, feeling about this show, what do you guys think about this as an overall show? Uh, Dylan, you can start. I just think that I'd like to hear from the tried and true DDT fans that are really into everything in the company, uh, you know, especially about the main event. I think that's going to really sway you a long way. For me, I can't say I was very happy Well, <laughs> watching this show, to be honest. Uh, I, I thought that there was some good stuff, but nothing that really justified me going through the main event, <laughs> I, I would say, overall. And the whole show was just, you know... It was okay, and, and the, the dancing and the comedy stuff, they had a good stretch. I like the mascot stuff. That stuff's all easy to watch. But for me, and the kind of fan I am of wrestling, it's not something I want to, to hang my hat on on the show. Like, oh, that's the best match on the show. I think that's not a good sign when we're talking about it, even though I enjoyed it very much. So to me, this feels like one of the shows that if you are a tried and true DDT fan, I bet you got a lot more out of this than maybe I did. Yes, I can attest. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed my time until the main event. Hey, I I thought this show was really like solid until it, like solid slash good until the main event. Like I I at the end of the show I still had didn't have that like big stand match that I wanted. Uh but like oh, I don't think any of the matches 
could have delivered that because I'm not that big of a guy on Tetsuo Hendo. Like, I, I, I'm, I think if Yunakiyama had put in more effort in the, 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 the TOC match, maybe that could have been that match for me, but I, I still thought that this show overall was good. It was a lot better than Judgment, I, I think. Even though Judgment had a bigger, a better, like, tag title match that was way more memorable and the Takagi and Takeshita match. But I just, I felt like Judgment wasted so much of my time at some, at some points compared to this. <laughs> Fair points. Fair points, Sandre. And yeah, uh, with this, this is the first big, uh, like, big arena show of DDT's year so far. Of course, Judgment was a big show earlier this year. Uh, but yeah, their next one is Peter Pan in in the Ryugoku Sumo Hall in July. Do you have the exact date, Yannick? Because I don't remember. 23rd of July. 23rd of July. Yannick will be in the building for it. Heck yeah. And yeah, uh, they announced uh, that, as we mentioned earlier, that Andrasa the Giant Panda will compete on there on it. And also, the Golden Stardust uh, Yoshitomo Shimugashi from the Ibushi Wrestling Institute will be taking part at Wrestle Peter Pan. And I think they mentioned that his, uh, that his like, match will involve Naomichi Marufuji, Masaki Mochizuki, Yun Kasai, and BB Hawk. Which is like a wild freelance like group of guys. Um, it's a smorgasbord. Yeah, and uh, so this Yoshitomo uh, Shimogashi has been from. He's been like training from the Ibushi Wrestling Institute for like a long time. He has a lot. Of, like, of course, the Golden Stardust name is like a play of Ibushi's like nicknames, or. Yeah, and he has only worked like three match. Uh, I think three matches overall in, in his whole career, and all of them has been has been on these like Gurintai shows, if I remember correctly. And uh, so we'll see how this will go. I don't. They treated it like a big deal when they announced it because he came out in the ring and they had a promo and stuff like that. What what do you guys know about this? I have never heard of this guy. Well, I know that he's known in wrestling, very well known. Just not to the fans. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least so, you know. This least. this match at Peter at Wrestle Peter Pan will be his fourth match overall. I'll just run through some of the matches that he has had before. So no. Tokyo Gurren time. Uh, to- Tokyo Gurintai Tokyo Carnival 2018. Akira Yunkesai and Mandobi Soya defeated Akito, BB Hulk, and Yoshitomu Shimogashi. Tokyo Gurintai uh, Tokyo Dream 2019. Akito Konosuke Takeshita and Yoshitomu uh, Shimogashi defeated BB Hulk, Kasa Hayashi, and Nosawa Rongai. And last year, 2022, Tokyo Gurintai produced the, to- the final because it was Nosawa Ronga's final Tokyo Gurantai show, and it's kind of his promotion. Uh, Akito, Masaki Mochizuki, and Naomichi Marufuji defeated BB Hulk, Hokuto Mori, and Yoshitomo Shimogashi. 
That is the only match I've seen of him because I remember I watched that uh, Gurren Time produce last year for some reason. But yeah, um, I don't know. How, I don't. I don't know how that match on on uh, Peter Pan will go. Top quiz: Who's world heavyweight champion of Tokyo Gurentai? Isn't it dead? Um, yes, but the title is still active uh, according to Cage Match. Okay, who is this legendary champion? The uh, champion for I'm gonna one... I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna guess Masato. Um, for 1317 days, he won it, never defended it. Yeah. The legendary Minoru Fujita. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is really cool. <laughs> the, the fact that he, has, he won it and never defended it and has held it for that long. Shame they never bring it up. C- clearly, clearly. Nosawa Ronga got busy doing Noah booking. <laughs> but yeah. Well, to be honest, he won it on their last match, uh, on their last show before like the revival. Okay. Well, this was Mega Max Bump, as we said. Uh, we move over now to the King of DDT 2023. Preview- Not so fast, Sadre. Oh. Okay. What about the predictions? Oh yeah. Have you have you kept score? No. The, okay. I, I I thought I thought you did, but I didn't, I I didn't want to forget about it. I can quickly take uh, uh, put together a score, but I think I I haven't won. I I think. Okay, we need to decide how we how we. Uh, is Hikaru Machina gonna get one of us a point because he won the first no. round? No. Okay, well, it does matter because we all predicted him. Yeah, we are, yeah, we all predicted him. Um, <laughs> no faith in, in Hirata. Bad on my part, in all of our parts. So, I think... I think it is a tie between me and you, Dylan. Quick, yeah, because we both predicted Hino. Yeah, we both predicted Hino, but we also predicted wrong two times. Uh, because we, yeah. Oh wait, no. I, I predicted Rain Leverkusen would win her match for some reason. Uh, you predicted some of the Cow and Yusuke Kara and Diego would win. Ah. And you predicted Tepkagi, Hiroshima, Kotaro Suzuki, and Deku Kutani would win. Ah, okay. Ooh, I think I think this is a me win. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Yeah. Don't we'll, stab it up. Well, we'll see on Saturday if I'm right about uh, Dead or Alive. Even though yeah, I think so close. Our, yeah, all all of our our all of our like predictions are so like similar on Dead or Alive. <laughs> But yeah, we move over to King of DDT 2023, which will have their two first uh, rounds this weekend, because Golden Week is no break. The opening round, first, like all the first round matches will happen in Shinjuku Face on May 6th, this Saturday. And, uh, Rapid Fire? 
rapid, rapid fire predictions? First, I'll run through the matches on this show first. Um, okay. Yuki Ueno versus uh, Naruki Doi is the main event. Kotaro Suzuki versus Kanon. Mao and versus Takeshi Masada. Yunakiyama versus Tetsuo Endo. Hiroshima versus Chris Brooks. Shingo Takagi versus Yuki Sakaguchi. Shunma Katsumata versus Hideki Okutani. And Yusuke Okada versus Kazusara Higuchi. And yeah, this is all first round matches. The, the, this will get everyone on. This, uh, like, all the people that lose will be eliminated. The people that advance, yeah, it's a turn. <laughs> but yeah, and everyone will face the, 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 the winners tomorrow, the day after. And then we will decide who, what will be the semifinals. On yes. Seven. Because right. uh, usually that's a draw. Like the four guys that are left, um, and then they draw the, the semifinals. So okay. we can't yeah. really predict. Yeah. Predict. Yeah, to, to be known, made known after second round. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okada versus Higuchi. Yeah. Who do you have? Higuchi. Uh, yeah, I'll say Higuchi. Higuchi. Okay. Yeah. Shunma versus Okatani. 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 I'll go with Shunma. I don't want to leave Shunma on an island. <laughs> Big Boss Sanjiro Takagi versus Yukio Sakaguchi. I'll go with Yukio. Yeah, Nick, go first. I'll okay. go with Takagi. I'll go with Takagi also. Okay. Harashima versus Chris Brooks. Harashima. This is a tough one, uh, you know. I go with Chris. Chris. Was the one to struggle up with, but I. Uh, yeah. I think I'll go with Brooks. Let's go. Um, Chunakiyama versus Tetsuyendo. I go with Akiyama. Akiyama. Yeah, yeah Akiyama. Mao versus Takeshi Masada. Mao. 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 Um, Kotaro versus Kanon. I think this is a toss-up, but I go with Kotaro. Yeah, I'll go with Suzuki on this one. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Main event. Ueno versus Toy. You Ueno for Doi. me. Doi. <laughs> I go with Ueno too. This yeah. makes the second round a little bit tricky, but we all have... Um, I have Higuchi advancing to the semifinals over Okatani. Yeah, um, I have advancing over Shunma. Yeah, I also have Higuchi advancing. Okay, oh. He could change the semis for us all. Um, and then it's the winner between Harashima and Chris versus the winner between Takagi and Sakaguchi. I have Takagi. Chris I have Chris over Takagi. I have, I have Yukio advancing. Yukio Oh, we all have a different guy in the semifinal that is, in this quarter. Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> okay. Um Akiyama versus Mao. 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 Yeah, I, I think Mao also. Um, Kotaro versus Ueno or Doi? Ueno for me. Doi. Ueno for me also. Interesting. Okay, we'll see. My, well, because my predicted final was Takagi versus Doi. But uh, 
And I still stand by that. I still stand by that Kogi is winning this tournament. Um, and but I yeah. Who do you guys think wins the tournament? I know me and Dylan talked about this when the tournament was announced, so I want to hear you say your prediction, Yannick. Um I hope Mao. I think yeah. Chris would be a good choice. Um, yeah. Also, they have incredible chemistry, so I hope we get to see that match in any case. Yeah, that's a good um, point. Yeah, or even the semi. semi. Um, yeah, I'll go with Mao. Yeah, I think Mao's going to win Mao at Ueno final. I I am still st <laughs> I'm staying with my Takagi prediction. It might not happen, but I am staying with it. And yeah, that is DDT. But I uh, want also to mention something fast about Yuji Hino's title reign, and that is that I want one more defense be between now and the rest of Peter Pan show. Like have one Corkin or. Like Corican in June, maybe defense, and it should be someone that he has history with, someone that was announced for a couple of matches in DDT this month and the next month, or not the next month, but this month he was announced. I want before Rest Peter Pan, I want to see Yuji Hino defend the KOD Openweight title versus Yuji Okabayashi from Big Japan, who is announced for some DDT matches. It is hope, but we need we need this Hino title reign to have a banger defense. And who else to do it with but someone that he has history going back a long time with, with Yuji Okabayashi. What do you guys yeah. think about this? Why not? I mean, it, it would be almost three months without the defense until Peter Pan. Yeah. So that yeah. would... I hope we see something in the middle of the uh, there. There's, um, I'm not sure. I'm still not sure if that they should go to uh, to Peter Pan with Hino. Yeah, that's what uh, I was just saying. I was like, I hope he loses. <laughs> yeah. The the, the I mean, Okabayashi can can now take a pin also because he, earlier today, spoiler alert for those that haven't seen it yet, Yuyaoki beat him for the Big Japan Strong Title. Which was awesome. <laughs> yeah, there are no he's, not in, he's of... not in the habit of losing. Yeah, that is also true. Win or lose, there's no version of any idea that ends with "Let's bring Okabayashi in." That's a bad idea. Like yeah. that's always good. Yeah, yeah. every match he has had it. Like, like if the run he had in 2021 in DDT was so good. <laughs> so. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. That is true. And uh, with that, uh, the first show of this week is done. First uh, Dramatic Dream Dragons of this week is done. And uh, some last things about DDT before I move, uh, or like that relates to this show before I talk about Dead or Alive, is that me and Yannick next week will do a review with Xavier uh, from uh, the Five Star Network about the Gun Pro Love Phantom 2003 uh, 
2023. <laughs> um, show from Cork and Hall on the 5th tomorrow on Friday. And we will do that next week. It will be kind of a like special bonus episode before our review of uh, King of DDT and whatever news we hear from Dragon Gate after Dead or Alive later in the weekend next week. So that is kind of DDT related since Gunpro is a sister promotion of DDT. And yeah, you guys also should check out his review on the Five Star Network uh, dot com preview. preview of uh, the, the Gun Pro Love Phantom show. Uh, Savior at Adam Millennial did such a good job uh, like previewing that show, and he is such an expert. And I can't wait to have him on the show to talk about Gun Pro because he knows a lot of Gun Pro that I don't. So <laughs> it should be fun. And yeah, we will be back on Saturday or Sunday for Dead or Alive, uh, the review of Dead or Alive. So look forward to that. You will hear Dramatic Dream Dragons twice this week because it is Golden Week. <laughs> and yeah, any closing things you guys want to say? Everybody, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed the show and enjoy DDT as well. I always keep up with my other show, The Eastern Lariat, talking about all the wrestling in Japan and Golden Week, all the stuff we didn't talk about here. Uh, it would be a lot of fun and of interest to all of our very lovable and uh, awesome listeners of Dramatic Dream Dragons. And uh, follow us on Twitter at Eastern Lariat, Viva underscore zero for me. And most importantly, just have fun, be happy, and enjoy all the wrestling you get. Yeah. Namik. Yeah, nothing to add. Go watch GunPro. Like, for real, yeah. tomorrow, <laughs> the big show. Tomorrow, the big show. Watch it um, from Cork and Hall. And yeah, uh, watch Dead or Alive tomorrow also. Uh, later, <laughs> in the same day, because so much wrestling is happening on the same day. Dead or Alive, uh, we have such a stacked show. Uh, I'm not going to like talk, start talking about that now, but uh, definitely. We have done that already. Yeah. Go back and listen to our Dead or Alive preview before tomorrow. Even though this show will probably be out be- like right when Dead or Alive airs, but whatever. And then, uh, also, thank you to everyone that answered my question uh, about this show. I want to do this more for it, uh, to have like listener feedback, so be sure to follow me at, uh, at Twitter, at Sonderbjorn, and you will find me, uh, like the question pe- uh, like tweet I add after each show. I will do it from now on because I really liked seeing the feedback I got this time. And I think I thank you to everyone that sent me feedback. And uh, until next time, as always, be ready, wake up and go. Wake up and go. Wake up and go.